You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. This episode is all about games. This should be a fun one. From games we have played growing up to favorite family games for different ages to games we refuse to play and even games we made up. So before we get into games, what is going on around the neighborhood for you? I cannot get enough of our front yard Palo Verde oh, tree. It I is can't in either. It is in peak bloom. It's gorgeous. We're recording this a little bit early, so here heading into mid-May is about when it peaks, and I can see it out our our front mm-hmm. window. So when I'm sitting here working, it is just a riot of yellow. I go out there and just stand underneath it. I can't it's take so enough pretty. pictures. And when the wind blows, just little blossoms Ugh. gently fall. It's magical. It really is. They're so pretty in the springtime, like April, May. Yes. Here, they're so gorgeous. They're and your so whole beautiful. front yard is like shaded by yes. it. And- yes. And shade is so magical mm-hmm. here too. So anyway, I'm just appreciating it for as long as the blooms stay. Yes. Lovely. Um, for me, I shared this on Instagram a while back, but I had a definite uh, mom meltdown this weekend. And just in case anybody else needs some permission to take some things off of your plate leading into summertime here, I know like your kids might not even be out of school yet if you're, you know, in the Midwest or Northeast, but like I just needed to give myself permission to end homeschool a week earlier than I thought I was going to. We had plenty of time in already. I was stressed out. My kids have performances for their plays. We have all of the May things. And so if and again this might apply to you in June too but just give yourself permission to like say it all out loud Mm -hmm. the things you have on your plate and like what can go Mm -hmm. or what can I just care less about you know that that's where I was at I needed to just and I'm good at saying no to things and I'm good at not adding a lot to my schedule and I still feel like every once in a while it just overwhelms you and you need to really take a critical look at Mm -hmm. it so I think especially those things that are especially important to you. Yes. Homeschool is just one of your passions and using your expertise and you care so much about Mm -hmm. it. So I think that's a place that then is hard to do any less because you want to do the best job. I could do things. We could always be doing more, you know? So that is a huge thing. Well, I'm so glad you got that permission. It sounds like it was much needed and much deserved. All right. What games were some of your favorites growing up? Oh, this was fun to reflect on. Okay, so two that I remember playing and that I am told I requested to play over and over and over again when Mm -hmm. I was very young were Candyland. Mm -hmm. My dad says that I just wanted to play marathon (laughs) back-to-back games. And now having played it as a parent, wow, what a saint you are. Right. Because (laughs) it's not really fun. It's not really fun. (laughs) And when you have to go way back to the beginning, when you just think you're about to be done with it, that's tough. (laughs) I think you're wrapping it up. <laughs> yes. And then shoots and Ladders, classic. Mm-hmm, I remember mm-hmm. having that. And then I have really fond memories when I was a bit older, like in high school, of games we would play as a family. Mm. And especially games we would play when my aunt and uncle and cousins who lived nearby would come over oh, yeah. for dinner or yeah. like after family holidays or gatherings. And those two games are Five Crowns, which okay. is a card game. Mm-hmm. It is really fun. And you're making books and runs, mm-hmm. but they're their own suits. It's like its own deck of cards. Yeah. And then the other one is called Wise and Otherwise. I was just looking Ooh, this up. It is no longer in print. Oh, so you can only buy super like a old. Used version. Yeah. Um, like super old and very expensive versions. But this was so fun and it's so fun for a crowd. Okay. So the game is actually pretty simple and doesn't even have a lot of parts or pieces. There are just game cards And on each game card, it's kind of like a Trivial Pursuit card almost Mm -hmm. where there's like five different things Mm -hmm. on there. And so it's idioms from different countries. And so idioms are these kind of little mini proverbs, you know, almost like the early bird gets the worm Mm -hmm. or whatever. But they're from all different countries and ones that you've never heard of. So the first part of the phrase is on the front and then it's dot, dot, dot. And then the Ah. last part is on the back. So when it's your turn, you pick a card, you pick one on there Mm -hmm. that looks fun or funny. So for example, you would say there's an old Belgian saying, one who doesn't know how to cut bread okay. and then everyone else writes what, what they think it ends. Yes, with. Oh, that's exactly. Funny. And so, and you know, 
those phrases can be so non sequitur. So yeah. like anything goes. Yeah. So some people are just like very direct. Other people are really wild and crazy, but yeah. all of them sound equally likely. Yeah. And so then you collect, you read them all. And then I guess everyone votes for what they think is the right one or no. You decide as maybe the dealer kind of like yes. apples to apples. Honestly, I cannot remember. I okay. think maybe everyone votes on what the true one is. Okay. And then you as the person who is it if no one guesses then you get a point honestly the points is not the part right the point of it right it's just funny to hear <laughs> it's what people just come really up really funny um anyway oh and the ending to that one is one who doesn't know how to cut bread doesn't know how to earn it ah, so that's a good anyway one. it would just always be really funny and really fun mm-hmm. i have good memories of that i also remember it seemed like we often had the same dessert whenever it would be like uh-huh. games and dessert uh-huh. i remember we would bake like an apple pie or apple cobbler from frozen and then have vanilla ice cream and oh, i just yeah. have like really good I like that memories Aww. of family time i will also say it kind of became almost somewhat of a tradition of vetting boyfriends, of oh, having them like play like five that. crowns with the family, which I will say, that's see, seeing how someone idea. like plays in yeah. a group, in a family, in a competitive game. nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But also like we're including you, but it's yeah. totally with the purpose to check you exactly. out. Yeah. I like yes. that. Yes. So what, what about you? What do you remember? Okay. I remember Labyrinth fondly. Oh. I think I've talked about Labyrinth before on this show. I love it so much. It's a Ravensburger yes. um, brand. I, I, I didn't play that growing up, but I recently bought it for my kids. It's so fun. It and it's really like, fun. It's just fun no matter what. Like I think my youngest brother has our traditional, like our original version, and he's so proud of that. Like Aww. he like snatched it out of my parents' yeah, basement before. Yeah. But we all have it now for our families, and it's like all of our family's favorite. It's just this maze-building game where you, it's like strategizing, but not super hard. And mm-hmm. I feel like you can play it at different levels. Mm-hmm. So like the adults are having fun on a different level than the kids. Maybe right. the kids are maybe kind of going more by chance and the adults are really planning out, you yes. know, where their maze is going to go. You have to collect these little treasures mm-hmm. around by, you know, moving the maze. So it's just really fun. I also have really fond memories of playing war with my great grandpa. He had this ottoman in front of his chair. You know, grandpas always have that chair mm-hmm. that they sit in. And, um, he uh, every time we would go over I would play war with him on mm-hmm. that and I just love that so that game reminds me all the time of that we also had a couple games that were just like weird and random so my dad had this recliner that was sat across from um like the entrance to our living room like okay. we grew up in like a old you know like 1920s mm-hmm. midwestern bungalow so there's like that little hallway breezeway you know yeah and then the entrance to the living room was right across from this recliner and I don't know how we started this, but we just started this game that was basically bounce off dad. <laughs> so we would we would run from that entrance as hard as we could and like fling ourselves <laughs> off of our dad. And it was probably one of those like the kids are riled up before totally. bedtime. Let's get some energy yes. out kind of things. <laughs> but I just remember it so much of my mom just like cracking up the whole time because it didn't bother him to just be like right. bounced off of and <laughs> Um, and then I just remember in our neighborhood playing like Spud. Did you ever play Spud? No. I can't or if even I did, describe I it or fully memories. remember it anymore. It was this random game where you would like, everyone's gathered around, someone's it, there's like a playground rubber ball involved and they say categories or something and like throw it up in the air and then you have to race to get it. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't even remember the rules. Familiar, I would have to look it up. But oh, that's interesting. And then we would play 500 all the time with a football. I don't know that game. Whereas... This is really funny, too, because it's not actually the rules are kind of dumb, but <laughs> someone is just like the thrower of the football and they say how many points it's worth and they throw it down and like it's like a Hail Mary every time. OK. And everybody else has to try to catch it and like add up to 500 points. Okay. So like they'll say this one's only worth 50 and uh-huh. like throw it. And, but it's just very arbitrary, <laughs> but like so competitive somehow. <laughs> so I just remember those games fondly growing up. Oh, I love that. All right, we both really like playing games with our kids, I think, and can be the fun mom when it comes to games. I feel like the structure of games yes. and the fact that there's no pretending necessarily, right. <laughs> like we have a we have a point mm-hmm. in our play, like speaks to both of us as moms. So let's go back and forth and share maybe a favorite game or two to play with each of the following age brackets of kids. So some for toddlers and preschoolers. So basically before they're reading, mm-hmm. um, maybe some in that early elementary and then the late elementary tween years that we have going on now. Okay. I love it. First of all, I just, something that I was thinking about as I was thinking about our favorite games, 
I've just noticed that Gabe's for any age, the materials of a game, if it's a board game yes. and what it's made out of makes such a difference. So true. Like where you open a new game and it's made on like thick, mm-hmm. nicer pieces. Mm-hmm. And especially when all the game pieces and cards have specific little yes. nooks to go yes. into. Oh, it's so like, satisfying. Ooh, like I, this but the looks kids like, like it game. more too, even from little so. ages. I think yeah. that they can grab things easier. It doesn't fall apart. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. makes for a nicer experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've really noticed that. Okay, for the pre-reading toddlers and preschool, just a favorite is Zingo. Oh yeah. I just feel like that is one of the first games that I actually mm-hmm. can enjoy that little kids, mm-hmm. pre-reading kids can also play. And so I have really liked that. Maeve has really been liking that. I remember Cedric in particular loving Zingo. And I remember he would play solitaire Zingo. Yeah. You can just set up many little yeah. boards. It's like bingo, but yeah. it has this great little um, dispenser. tile dispenser uh-huh. that spits satisfying. out the tiles. Yes. And so, yeah, he would just set it up and could play by himself. That's and cute. yeah, really loved that mm-hmm. one. Um, I loved Peaceable Kingdom games when yes. the kids were little. They're all, I think, or for this age level, at least, they're all cooperative yes. instead of competitive, which really just teaches them that, like, the whole point of the game is to have fun together. Mm-hmm. So you're working towards some, like, end goal. So we had Hoot Owl Hoot. We had Snug as a Bug in a Rug, where you're mm. trying to, like, tuck these little bugs under Aww. the game board and put them to sleep together and count your chickens, which is uh-huh. a good, like, counting one. Uh-huh. And I just feel like those were so good because they don't, you know, those toddler preschool years, they're so worried about winning and yes. mine. And and they can't handle losing. No, they just like de- developmentally cannot yes. yet. So it really helps them like get in the spirit of a game, mm-hmm. doing something as a family without that. Yeah. Like trigger. Yes, right? exactly. And then memory. I just oh, think yes. memory from very early ages yes. is super fun. Yes. And mine really loved it. I have a funny little story about my kids loved Sophia the First, okay. that cartoon. It's about like, I don't know, a princess on Disney Channel or something. And they had a memory game that someone had given them based on that. And there was all these little woodland creature friends mm-hmm. in the game. And, you know, we live in Arizona and squirrels are not frequent right. here. And so I didn't know that my kids didn't know what a squirrel was. This is when they were little, little. And Vanessa flips over the squirrel one and she goes, ooh, a scrud. And then she flips over <laughs> another one. She's like, ooh, another scrud. I win. <laughs> I was like, oh that gosh. is the most amazing name for a squirrel ever. I was just like <laughs> cracking up. And she was positive they were called yes. scruds. <laughs> And Aww. so we still call them scrubs all the time That's in our family. So it's like the cutest name for a squirrel. That's so cute. <laughs> well, I, ha- I have a couple of others to share, but a couple of those Peaceable Kingdom ones I don't have. So I should yeah. get those for mm-hmm. Maeve. Um, a couple of others, Race to Treasure is mm-hmm. also a cooperative game. I can't remember if it's Peaceable Kingdom or okay. not, but you are trying to make this little path to get through the forest before the ogre like before the ogre gets uh-huh. there and there's like these ogre snacks that you can feed the ogre and like hold him <laughs> off for That's a little cute. bit anyway it's very cute and very well made another one is called sneaky snacky squirrels uh-huh. have you seen this sneaky one? snacky scrubs yes, yes. <laughs> it is so cute and and super well designed you just have all these little acorns with different colored caps mm-hmm. and you scatter them in mm-hmm. the board, which is like a tree. So you have these fun tongs that look like a squirrel uh-huh. and you, on your turn, you have to pick up the right color uh. um, little acorn and then like yeah. put it in your little tree stump. Anyway, That's cute. It's super cute. And then the last one I'll mention is called Rhino Hero. Uh-huh. And they're these little foldable cards and you actually end up making this tower mm-hmm. and the rhino is kind of like moving up along the way. You kind of put them higher and higher okay. and it's kind of a, you don't know how, when it's going to tump over. so that has been fun okay how about early elementary like when they're starting to read starting to be able to like follow the rules of some games a little bit more yeah it was so exciting to arrive at this point I feel like I remember Mm -hmm. when it's like okay like these games involve a little bit of strategy and some learning you can really get into some good learning yes I just remember feeling like okay I'm actually starting to really enjoy this Two that I remember really loving with the boys were Clue Jr. and Monopoly Jr. Mm -hmm. I bought both of those. That was like early pandemic. And so we, and we just played the heck out of those games. And so those will always be synonymous for me with the early pandemic. Another one that I have not heard anyone else mention, it's called ghost fighting with a apostrophe ghost Mm -hmm. fighting treasure hunters. Oh, and this is fun because it's early elementary, but it's also a cooperative game. Mm -hmm. 
So there's a haunted house and you are these kid treasure hunters and you're moving through the rooms and trying to collect, I can't remember, some sort, something from some of the rooms, Mm -hmm. but depending on how you roll the dice, more ghosts are arriving Uh or you have to fight the ghosts. Uh And anyway, it's just, yeah, it's really fun. It's very well made. That's been a good one. Labyrinth we got Mm -hmm. just recently and have been enjoying that. Three others to mention, Sushi Go. Do okay. you guys have that I one? have that one and I don't think we've played it or we tried to play it and we weren't in the mood for it or something yes. we need to revisit. And, and it the rules are unlike other things. So it kind of took me a little bit okay. to wrap Get my head, head around it. it before I could mm-hmm. explain it to the kids. But once we played it a couple times, you really catch on. Okay. And then it's really fun. All the illustrations are of like sushi and dumplings and wasabi uh-huh. and it's really cute. Uh-huh. So we've really enjoyed that. Sleeping Queens. That's a great one. Love that one. That's a great one. Love that one. It's very creative. Um, and Easy, I feel like, but yeah. like still somehow really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun playing that. And the final one, Ticket to Ride Junior. Okay. I have, we have the regular Ticket to Ride mm-hmm. and that's another one that I have to like give myself a minute with like a YouTube video. <laughs> right. And really get in the headspace. Yes. Like, okay. Today, maybe this summer, like today is the day yes. we learn how to play Ticket to yep. Ride because it can be. Maybe I should have started with Junior. Yeah, well, that's all right. You're going to do it. I know you can right. do it. Um, I have Zingo because Zingo goes through older mm. ages, too, for like reading yeah. skill, you know, for like short vowel sounds, all that kind of yeah. stuff. So I love games like that for like kindergarten, first grade, where it's like, you know, number recognition, mm-hmm. addition. So it can go up to higher grades, too, yeah. or it can be just the picture version for the little ones. Uno was a great mm. first card game. Mm-hmm. Just matching those numbers and colors, they could do that from pretty early on. And I would recommend the card holders, the little oh, hands yes. card holders. We will link to the ones yes. you introduced me to. Those I they're think so helpful. They're like you know genius. how kids are just dropping their for any card game, go fish yes. anything. They're just like dropping really cards until they're everybody. older than you would expect. Yeah. <laughs> really, they need those for a long time. Yeah. This is just like a little paddle and it's got like a fan that holds the cards securely. Yep. So they're not so frustrated yes. dropping cards around. That's really helpful. The other one that my girls loved and played to death was spot it. Mm, just that like is a little, fun. that's a great one to just throw in your car, in your purse for like waiting yes. at a restaurant. Great it's just for these little the round cards and they, and those, they come in different levels too, where you could do more math problems and stuff like that. But basically it's just like this collection of little pictures mm-hmm. And someone has to see something that they have on their card and match it. And yes. There's a few different ways you can play it, actually. But it's just like this quick yeah. matching game, um, just like visual recognition. Yes. Super fun. So, yeah, those are our favorite early elementary mm. games. Love those. Okay. How about like now-ish? Late elementary, tween yeah. years. I feel like right now, I feel like we are in a transition actually, and the boys are kind of aging out of some of those early elementary Mm -hmm. school games. Some of them are definitely still fun, but I think they also would be ready to do things that require a little bit more strategy, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like they don't necessarily have the attention span. Yes. (laughs) Like, yeah, like the attention span and the emotional maturity sometimes don't match where they're at intellectually for games. Right. So you need all three. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm finding that tricky. And then we kind of have the factor too. We have the toddler factor. That wants to go like this to all the pieces. And And so I'm usually not up for starting like real monopoly, like after dinner. Like I want to start that earlier in the day but Maeve can't join in so I feel like we're at kind of a little bit Mm -hmm. of a weird time but I'm actually excited for this summer Mm -hmm. on the days when Maeve goes to daycare and the boys aren't at camp I think maybe some of those will be like okay daytime yes I have my coffee yeah like I have my patience we're good to go (laughs) exactly so I am excited about that so I don't have too many to share but on our spring break trip at one of the places we stayed, they did have regular Clue, which mm-hmm. we'd only played Clue Junior mm-hmm. before and the boys liked. And I had not played Clue in years. Yeah, and I kind haven't of either. Had to be reminded, like, how yeah. does this work again? And it was really fun. And the boys did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to keep a lot of yeah. information straight on your little yeah. score sheet. And it was fun. So we just got Clue for our house. So I want to try that this summer. Yahtzee. That's one that Chris and I love to play. And, you know, there's some good math in there. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I I think that it would be just right for them. And then we also have Settlers of Catan Jr. Oh, which I think they we think I need to start with that one. You probably do. (laughs) 
<laughs> like a lot of the juniors would honestly be great for adults yeah. too all, because they just take less time right. like quick and less like quicker startups to learn yes and mm-hmm. then you can bridge to the okay. adult okay. version i like that yeah um for us we love card games at this okay. phase like okay. the, the girls are really into card games and they're probably my favorite to play mm-hmm. so we love monopoly deal which okay. is like the card game yeah. version of monopoly so and it's i not, have that so, so we need to bust fun. that out it's so fun it is easier and shorter the way it's designed it, it just goes a lot quicker than the regular game but yeah. it's the same basic concept right but less moving pieces okay. less money to manage all of that it's okay. just like a pared down simpler version but somehow like kind of more fun too because it's more fast paced and more risky and I don't know so we really like that we are loving skip bow and phase 10 oh okay those are like by the same company yes I've seen those but I've never played either I think fun with this age like those are our favorite probably we have a pair of for home and a pair in the trailer because we love them so much yeah another really fun one but it is a little hurdy okay I'm going to warn you, but if you need to get some out, some aggressions uh-huh. is spiky dastards. What? This is this hilarious game. My sister told me about, and I ended up putting it in their Easter baskets and my sister was visiting and then we played. So we have this like great family memory of playing this game with her anyways, but it's these little plastic spiky creatures. Okay. And then you have these cards and depending on what cards you flip, you have to grab certain combinations of the creatures, <laughs> but they're spiky and you can like fight for them, like oh squeeze gosh. someone's hand till they drop it. It's like this great, like, you know how you just like, Oh my god, kind of want to wrestle sometimes yes. or what? It's just this great way to get some stuff out, but you have to be, no one can be in a bad mood. You right. have to be in a good gotcha. mindset for this mm-hmm. game. You can make rules too where you can't squeeze hands, but okay. we like it a little more violent. <laughs> and then my girls actually are really good and really love cribbage, which oh. is like kind of a lot of math and a little more, you know, strategizing and okay. figuring out where the numbers are going to land. And they yeah. just, I don't know. So we have that in the trailer. I, d- play that I don't regularly. know cribbage at all. Okay. Is it cards or a board? I don't, it's I can't cards even with a little pegboard. Oh, so peg you're like board. pegging okay. points throughout the hand. And then you're also like counting up your hand at the end, but you score for like, combinations of 15 and runs and stuff Mm. like that so it's like a lot kind of going on I was really impressed with the fact that they learned it as early as they did but it's a very I feel like it's a very midwest game too like in a lot of bars and stuff like that so um so yeah we probably started them earlier than we normally would but it was they've gotten it and they really like playing that one I love that so now that we made that sound like tons of fun Can we have some real talk? Can we just chat openly like earmuffs for the kids for a minute? Can we chat openly about how kids are kind of the worst to play games with sometimes and what makes it challenging and maybe some tips on handling it and making it less annoying at first? Okay. Okay. First of all, not knowing when their freaking turn is. Pay attention. attention. Are you playing or are you not playing? Why is it so hard for them? I lose my patience so fast on that. It's like you're taking away all the fun of it. Yes. If you're just off in Never Never Land, come on. And how do you possibly know what's happening in this game if I have to always tell you when your turn is? And and like you have to be paying attention so that you can make your turn. And now you're not even in the game. So you gotta, oh my gosh, (laughs) the worst. So true. I don't don't really know how to make that any better. It kind of just seems like personality and age wise. And I think part of that is why playing some of the games right now I have just been like oh, okay I, I don't know if this yeah. is working for yeah, me so totally. maybe I, maybe I just maybe I do need to find maybe it's like okay you got to make sure like the fast-paced games yeah. or the cooperative ones yeah maybe I think what just... might help with that a little bit is the games where they're rewarded in the game for paying attention gotcha. like where they have to spot something quickly yeah. or like snatch something quickly give them give them the spiky dastards right. maybe an injury involved right, right. <laughs> yes for me, it's how long it takes them to realize that cheating or being a poor sport is not actually fun for oh. anybody, including them. <laughs> including like you them. didn't actually win on any good merits. Oh, so, right. And something that I've actually started doing, and I, I saw this advice from when the girls were little even, and to teach them like it's not fun unless everybody's having fun, is to say, I'm not having fun anymore. I'm all done playing with this game. Mm. And then, and, and walk away, mm-hmm. honestly. And it teaches them that they're allowed to do that if they're playing with someone who's not yeah. being fair or whatever. So it's kind of this modeling of like, mm-hmm. everybody needs to be having fun or it's not fun. Mm-hmm. And it helped. I mean, and I had some tantrums when I walked away sure. from games, but it was like, you know what? I'm, yeah. this is not fun. Right. You know, after a few reminders, it's just not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. What else is the worst? Okay. 
trying to be funny while taking their turn and like, <laughs> like they're clowning just, it up yeah they're just at that age mm-hmm. where they're trying to make jokes mm-hmm. they think they're being funny they're not funny <laughs> they're not they're yes, not kids. and also it's your turn can you just go <laughs> exactly we don't need a whole song and dance before you roll the dice just <laughs> like blowing on the dice shaking them above their head oh, all of that <laughs> all and honestly things. take your turn and then do it so we can yes. move along yes so someone else can go <laughs> yes Mine is, um, the other thing that's just really annoying is like keeping all the pieces and teaching kids that you can't take out. Like I've been really strict with my girls since they were little about, we don't take out another game or puzzle Mm -hmm. or something like that, that has pieces that matter Mm -hmm. until we clean this one up. Mm -hmm. And so they, they get some practice to see that like the fun is not over. We totally can play more, but like, we're going to clean this one up first. So I think that that has been helpful to just be in that habit from the beginning but also like it is the most annoying thing when you go to play and there's like an essential oh. component <laughs> missing oh, yes. and you're like oh <laughs> this game well, is worthless <laughs> well kind of related to that luckily this is not happening anymore but for a long time when the boys were younger oh my gosh as soon as the game would be over they would just Go nuts, throwing everything everywhere. Oh, like scrabbling it everywhere. Oh, yes. And just like with glee. <laughs> no, and friends. I, I think it was like they'd held it together yeah. and played. And then they're just letting out all of that energy. Yes. And we would even be like, okay. And remember, it's about to be done. And yeah. just, you know, we're going to help clean up, keep it organized. Keep it nicely. Oh, it would go everywhere. Cards are getting bent. And it was just <laughs> like, ah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Oh man, that was, that was very hard. Um, and yeah, I feel like honestly, I really, we really disliked playing games with them for a while because it didn't matter what we did or tried to head it off. It was just inevitable. And it was terrible. One thing that may or may not help, but it's something I did in the classroom with kindergartners Mm -hmm. because if you put out anything new for Mm -hmm. kindergartners, it's like bananas time, right? So we would sit with the new pieces and the game and I would let them free play with things for a while. That's a good idea. So like I would call them over in a small group to play a new reading game Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I would say, okay, before we start Mm -hmm. and we have to use the the rules, you know, the game, how it's meant to be played, you get three minutes and I'm going to set a timer and you get to play with these characters and these cards, however you want. Yes. And then they just like, hurry so and get smart. some and it's like just the, they need that temptation yes. like take it away yes. a little bit so that was always helpful then I I love that okay another thing that is hard which you kind of mentioned is like when you are really wanting to wrap up a never-ending game like you can tell they're not really paying attention anymore yes. and I have a solution okay it's called the lightning round and oh. you can make a lightning round for any game okay so I set a timer for like five more minutes mm-hmm. and again I learned this as a teacher because sometimes it was like oh we got to be at PE and this right. game is not done so I would set a timer for however many more minutes you have left and then call it a lightning round. Oh, that's always exciting. And all it does is like make them pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I would say, okay, who we're not going to have time to totally finish this game. So whoever is winning when that timer goes off is the winner. Nice. And it's like, it makes it fun. It makes yep. them interested in it again mm-hmm. for those couple more minutes. And it's not like when you just try to stop a game without a winner. <sighs> right. Ooh. That does not go well for no many good. ages. So. Yes. I love that. Introduce a lightning round. Genius. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, okay, here's another thing. Okay. That's annoying. The games that kids make up that make zero Zero sense, sense. but then also they want to fight over. Right. Like, here's one. Because you did it wrong, but they don't even know what they're talking about. Here's one my kids play in the back seat that I've literally banned them from playing in my presence. Because I was like, I literally said to them, that is the dumbest game I've ever heard of. (laughs) The game is called is my tongue in the side of my mouth or not? (laughs) What? Number one. Only children. That sounds inappropriate. (laughs) Number two. What are you doing? What are you doing? I literally was at a stoplight and like whipped my head around. And I was like, what do you mean? Is your tongue in the side of your mouth? And it was literally, they would just try to guess if the other person was touching the side of their mouth with their tongue or not, because you can't tell from the outside. I was like, how would you prove that? And there's, def- yeah, there's definitely no cheating going on. No, none at all. It's, you're definitely that not going to fight about sister. that every single time that you make a guess. <laughs> it was so, I was like, you are literally not allowed to play that around oh me anymore because it was just a constant fight. But can we talk about that? Like, if you're going to make up a game... <sighs> Make it fun. I literally had like a sit down like, hey, if there's no way you can prove if you're right or not, like in your answer for a game, it's not really going to be fun. (laughs) 
because you so now I hear them trying to make up games or things they'll be like you can't prove that Vanessa so we're not playing that (laughs) oh my gosh is my tongue in the side of my mouth or not (laughs) stop it stop it do not recommend no okay so are there any games that you have banned or just maybe even absolutely refuse to play altogether I do have a couple so I don't know if this will be an unpopular opinion, but I do not care for apples to apples. You don't. And I honestly do not love other games based on there's the so similar many strategy. Yeah. I know they're so popular. Cards Against uh-huh. Humanity, so many other similar games. For me, okay, apples to apples, I just literally don't find it funny. Like, I don't it, find well, it funny. Well, yeah, because it's not even all that inappropriate. And I feel so like even as an adult, like when it first came out, people were kind of going wild for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I don't get it. It's not funny. <laughs> um, I, I think what I also don't like to me, I don't see the strategy. It just feels like pure luck. And I know the strategy mm-hmm. is sp- you're supposed to be like thinking of what the person, the person would yeah. choose. I have not found that effective because I didn't get to choose my cards. Like right. I'm just based on these random cards, right. my random crap cards right. that now I'm supposed to so it's make this pressure to like know you really well and or just be so hilarious with my yeah. answer that you can't not pick it. Right. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be strategic and hilarious, but I feel like I'm not given the tools to do that. And I'm like, I can be strategic and hilarious. <laughs> exactly. If I got to but write not my with own these cards. Crap cards. Exactly. <laughs> And so I feel that way about Cards Against Humanity, too. Like, I, I, get that. I have definitely enjoyed some great laughs yeah. over games like yeah. that. So I will play in, like, the right, right setting right. if it's just adults and right. stuff. But I really don't want to play apples Well, and apples. honestly, with kids, it's like, that's not funny or strategic. Right. What card did you just put down? Right. This is the opposite of fun. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, okay, the other one... It is a game called Forbidden Bridge. And funnily <laughs> enough, I think it was last Christmas or something. It was a gift that one of the boys picked out to give to me for Christmas. So uh-huh. it was also like, mom will love playing this uh-huh. game. But really, they just wanted to right. play it, you know? Right. Okay, so it's this kind of game board, but it has this plastic bridge that you piece together. Okay. And it has a battery powered or something. So you actually press part of it and the bridge shakes. And the whole point of the game is kind of like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like these explorers, yeah. they're trying to get to the jewels on the bridge. But then as they make their way back or as they're on it, you know, the bridge kind of like shakes. like a don't break the ice situation. Yes, the bridge yeah. shakes and fall off. So of course the kids love it. <laughs> Because it makes annoying noises, probably. And their little character falls off. Right. And sometimes you get to like move someone else's character right. and put them in a precarious position. <laughs> right. All they want to do is make the bridge shake. Right. And it's also one where you're very close to being done. Yes. And then you fall off the bridge and Duh. you're like, oh, another 15 minutes. <laughs> this dumb game. And, and it's one that then they're like, want to play all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to play that freaking game. <laughs> that is hilarious. But then it's also one they gave to me. So I feel yes. like I have to be like, I love oh, it. We're supposed to bond over this game. <laughs> yes. Uh, for me, I hate Connect Four with a burning passion. Okay. I that haven't, haven't played that so recently. so boring. Is it? It's so boring. <laughs> and then you play it with kids who don't get the strategy at <laughs> all of like basically tic-tac-toe advanced right. level. <laughs> And I'm like, we're just putting chips in here randomly. Just you randomly. don't even know what's happening. <laughs> and there will always be like a giant connect for somewhere, uh-huh. like on a patio, you know, like a big yard right. game. Right. And I'm like, nope, nope not nope, fun nope. for anybody. <laughs> I don't like it. Get out or of like, here. You're actually trying and have strategy and then their random one blocks you. Yes, and, and they like, randomly uh. win without even realizing they won and you have to let them yeah. know. It's so annoying. I hate that game so uh. much. So Jeremiah plays with them. I will not. The other game I refuse to play, refuse to learn, have tried it is beyond me and so boring is chess. Oh, really? Okay. So boring. <laughs> that rule is stupid. I don't like any of this. Why would I? There's so many things to remember. That's such a hot take. I just really hate it. I know it's a classic, but I have zero desire. The girls are like, I want to learn how to play chess. Oh my and we're going to have to ask your dad because oh, I want really nothing to funny. do with it. I actually did enjoy playing chess pretty casually like as a kid I feel like I had Mm -hmm. one or two friends that also knew how to play I never got to the level where I had any strategy past like the move I was doing right like don't die right now (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah but I don't I don't have any negative feelings about it the way so many negative feelings and then I tried to watch the queen's gambit on Netflix which is all about chess and this like chess prodigy and I'm like I mean I just really hate chess I don't want to watch this much about chess (laughs) 
That is so funny. Yeah. Okay. What about games we love playing with our spouses or other adults? No kids allowed. No kids allowed. Chris and I do love to have game nights or we love to take, you know, a little card or dice game to a bar, to a restaurant Mm -hmm. to play. Love that so much. And honestly, we have not been making enough time for that lately, but I do have several to share that we really love. Quicks. I think I've told you about Mm -hmm. that one. It's a dice game, but there's little score sheets. Mm -hmm. Um, It's pretty quick to learn how to play, but then it takes you a little bit to like learn the strategy, but it's, it's quick to play. I mean, like, 20 minutes or uh-huh. less. So that feels like, okay, after yeah. bedtime, we can play yeah. a quick round of quicks. Farkle. I know you mm, know that one. one. That's mm-hmm. like a popular Midwest one. And we also have spicy Farkle mm-hmm. where there's like even higher stakes. That spicy is dice, fun. Which you could make into even spicier if you wanted to. You I sure have could. never, but you could. You sure could. If it's an adults only situation. <laughs> I like that idea. Yahtzee, like I mentioned, I feel like Yahtzee and Quicks have just been like our two go-to favorites Uh of the last few years. And then I have a couple of board games that both are ones that Chris will often get me a board game or one of us will get the Mm -hmm. other a board game for Christmas or something. So we're always trying to find like Mm -hmm. kind of creative under the radar ones. Patchwork is so fun. It is a quilting based (laughs) board game. I was just about to ask, is this a quilting based game? (laughs) Yes, it is. I love it. You each have, I'm trying to remember, we haven't played in a while. There are all these little pieces that look like Tetris pieces essentially, but they're, they look kind of like quilted. Puzzly. Yes. Like very like Americana. Those go out on the, on the table between you. You each have a little quilt board that has, it must be a grid. And then you're kind of moving this game piece and getting different pieces and trying to make the biggest, you know, connected quilt that you can. Anyway, it's really fun and we really enjoy it. Okay. This next one, it is actually a Dungeons and Dragons game, which that's something that neither Chris and I play, but he just heard this recommended. Yes. It is called Lords of Waterdeep. Ooh, very nerdy. <laughs> I, I am so I am here for this. nerdy. And it's such a big setup with like this big board and all these like tokens and cards. Nice. But um, yeah, basically you kind of have different quests that you're trying to mm-hmm. complete. And it's been a while since we've played, but trying to accumulate different things, I think, and like complete different quests. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's several rounds. But anyway, anytime we play, it's like just enough strategy yeah. that it kind of feels a, like a little intelligent. Yes. And it just, I don't know, you're just like, like kind of creative a little bit. Yes. There has so, to be like that right mix of like enough strategy mm-hmm. that yes. I feel like, oh, this is like good for my brain. Right. And, and worth my time. Exactly. But also not so much that you can't learn it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I can handle it after we put the kids yes, to bed. Exactly. Okay. The last one is a game called Wingspan that I got Chris for last Christmas. I think I've seen this as being highly rated. It's all about birds and like mm-hmm. nesting birds and mm-hmm. all these things. So I'm like, I am in it. <laughs> I'm here for this. Yes. It's like very nicely made. Like I talked yeah, about like, like materials. Okay. But Erica, that instruction book, it has got to be one of the most difficult games. <laughs> like usually, and this is an experience I actually really like when you first get out a game yeah. and you're reading about it and you're, it's like very confusing you're just yes. like whoa and then it starts to click and then it starts to click mm-hmm. I love that feeling mm-hmm. this one nothing is clicking yet <laughs> there's a lot of birds yes nothing is clicking <laughs> and usually you know you're reading about it you're like ah it doesn't quite make sense but let's just start playing and yes. it starts falling yeah. in place okay we had one night of that I still cannot explain to yeah. you how to play <laughs> See, that's not we, the sweet spot we just then. have not made time but I feel like once we okay. get the hang of it it's going to be great it's going to so, be worth the investment yeah if anyone has gotten the hang of it and is on the other side l- send me a little word of encouragement because <laughs> I, like I could use it okay we this is another very midwest thing and we actually started this before the pandemic and I want to get back to it we have we love playing euchre which oh, is a very yes. Midwestern card game. We came to your Euchre party. Yeah. And we had like enough Midwestern or Midwestern yes. adjacent people who's maybe their mom grew up in the right. Midwest or whatever. Like Chris grew up in Ohio and so right. he knew it and yes. you didn't. But so we had enough couples and you play it in in pairs. Right. So you're like on a team with your partner. Um and we had a little tournament. It was so much fun. And I, then the pandemic hit. Yes. So I'm like, we got to get back to that group of people that know how to play. So we just love that. We're going camping with our friends this weekend that know how to play. And we will just put the kids to bed and play that for like the rest of the night. And it's oh, just always awesome. funny because 
the more you know cocktails are flowing while you're playing the less like you know someone's paying attention and we're all like giving each other a hard time it's just fun and do you have to play with four people or can you play just two I think it has to be four okay is it your partner gotcha partner play is an important part of it gotcha um, we also, I haven't played this in a long time cause I keep forgetting about it, but our friends brought this one holiday or something and it's code names. Oh, I've seen that mentioned it is several fun. places and I, I couldn't even describe to you. I just okay. remember it being fun. So okay. I'm like, I need to bust that out yeah. again. I think we have it somewhere. Okay. I need to bust that out. And then I just need to make a note that like Jeremiah is so funny to play games with cause sometimes he's super into it mm-hmm. and sometimes especially if it's any sort of word game, uh-huh. like his brain is just very mathematically right. wired. Uh-huh. And so anything where you have to like, you know, like boggle where you're coming gotcha. up with words or scrabble or mm-hmm. things like that, he gets so irritated. He's like, this game is dumb. <laughs> like every time to where the girls are like, no, come on, daddy, finish. You can do it. Like they like it and I like it. So it's just really funny because I can kind of tell which games he's going to be like, no, this is a dumb rule. Oh, that's funny. That actually reminds me, we did introduce the boys to Scrabble recently Mm -hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised where it was like, oh, we can play Scrabble. Now there still might be the thing where it's like, hey, it's your turn. Are you getting ready to play your turn? No, you can't use but for every single (laughs) word. Right. But it was actually more fun than I was expecting. Okay. And so anyway, yeah, that's, a, that's another one. All right. Uh, we all have a few of these. So let's talk about games that we made up. This is so funny. Okay. I just have two to share. Okay. One is from my childhood that I bet many people have made up, but I've brought it into our family as well. It's hide the blank. Uh-huh. Now as a child in the nineties, it was hide the koosh. <laughs> Which sounds vaguely inappropriate. I love it so much. It was not. It was just taking the The koosh. You know, the other people are usually my dad would be the one doing it. Like my sister and I would go into the other room. He would hide it somewhere in the living room or one for each of us. It's just like an Easter egg hunt all year round. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I have kept that up. This is so great for, I mean, just so many ages. I mean, even mm-hmm. the boys will act like they're too too cool for it. They're not. They're hunting for that koosh. <laughs> yeah, they sure. <laughs> um, for Maeve, especially for like the toddler age, just getting a collection of like little dinosaur toys, yeah. little Lego figures, whatever, make her go hide and close her eyes and then hide those all yeah. over. And they can just be sitting on a windowsill or whatever mm-hmm. if they're super young. But that is one. That's really good for object permanence. Just oh, so you know, teaching well, her look at that. Without even knowing it. Well, thank you. <laughs> And then the other one, I, I honestly tried to think, I feel like we should have more games that we made up, but this isn't so much a game, but just Maeve will love to get out any board game and just play with the pieces. Yeah. And I don't remember the boys being into that as much. Mm-hmm. I think they were more like fling Scatter. them all yeah. about. Everything's a ball. Yes. But so she will actually just sit and we'll just, you know, it can just be like, oh, can I have two cards? Oh, great. Here, mm-hmm. give me three. Mm-hmm. And like, that's all we do for yeah. five minutes. And so that has been something that she just loves and she just loves to go to the game closet, pick out a game. And that has been Uh quite pleasant. I like that. Yeah. So what games have you made up? Math baseball. Math baseball. Which we will do. We will just make randomly whatever math facts we're working on. We will make like random bases throughout Uh the room that we're in and they can only advance to the next base if they get it right within like three seconds. Oh. And I'm the, I am the ultimate authority in this game there is no arguing and then when they make a run they score a run on the whiteboard Mm -hmm. like when they get back around to home plate or you know wherever we're keeping score and they surprise like I just did this one day kind of out of desperation Mm -hmm. because I was like okay we need a way to practice our facts that is fun and active because we're squirrely and whatever Mm -hmm. and they love it and they want to do it for like everything they want to do it for spelling they want to do I made up math football which was really lame and just like (laughs) little yard markers and they just had to get to the other side but Uh they loved it so much it's like we're not doing anything other than flashcards really but it's it's that like added element that makes it fun we've done it in the pool even i love that we're different ends of the pool and they have to swim to the next i feel like i'm busting that out this summer i'm trying to figure some figure out some ways to bring some math do some literacy stuff but it cannot have a whiff of academics no it's for my children that active Part yes. is real good. Okay, we have some good pool games. That okay, we let's hear. Of. Oh yeah, this is mostly born out of desperation. Also, where if the adults are in the pool, automatically the children need to show you something every two seconds. Yes. Look what I can do. Look what I can. Right. It's like okay, I need a structured way to interact with you in the pool. So Jeremiah started this one with them, where you know usually we're just kind of 
hanging out by the side of the pool or in the pool, but like we have a drink or we're just, you know, just chatting (laughs) or whatever. But he will like tell them, okay, in five minutes, get ready because the shark is coming. And he will don his goggles (laughs) and then like go underwater with Uh them, which they think is the most fun thing and just play shark in the water. And all it is, is like they're trying to swim from one end of the pool Mm -hmm. to the other without the shark grabbing yeah. their ankle basically yeah. and right. they're getting really good at it where he's like out of breath like, like cannot actually catch them. Them. <laughs> yeah. so we play shark in the water another one that is very therapeutic for parents too is called monsters at the gate mm-hmm. and again they made this up pretty much but it was we were sitting on like the baja shelf mm-hmm. like we have a longer mm-hmm. you know shallow shelf and we were just trying to relax right and they kept trying to get up on there with us you know like bother us and climb on us and uh-huh. whatever so we're like nope we're monsters and you can't get up here and we keep you away. So all it is is them swimming full speed at us and us pushing them away. <laughs> it's like the bounce off dad, but the pool version. Yes. And if they can, if they manage to get past us, they think uh-huh. it's like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and then the other thing that we play with them when they're being squirrely in the pool or we want to wear them out is categories. And all it is is they stand on the side of the pool and we name a category mm-hmm. like states or ice cream mm-hmm. flavors or whatever. And they have to say something that, fits and jump in the pool and swim to the other side of the pool and back before uh-huh. their sister oh nice. it wears them out so quick because they're climbing in and out of the pool so many times so are they each they're each yelling out a different yes. like answer yes. and then jumping in and like and racing they can't their jump sister. in until they've answered right. and then they have to, there's a racing component also love and it it's just hilarious that's great so it's funny because Julia's quicker with mm-hmm. an answer usually mm-hmm. but Vanessa's a quicker <laughs> swimmer so it kind of <laughs> evens out so that, that is, is good. Great. And like by the end, they're just huffing and puffing because yeah. they were racing and they're like right. yanking themselves up out of yes, the water. And that's great. So fun. All right. I think that's it for games. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. We will we're link game to people. all of these in the mm-hmm. show notes. And I cannot wait to hear what listeners are going to chime in with, yes. with their favorite games. Yes. I'm always up for a new game. Okay. What are you currently obsessed with? Okay. I'm going to give you a tour of this when we're done recording. Right, it I is my this. family command center on the fridge. <gasps> I am so proud of this. I have been wanting this for a long time, but we don't have, I've just been stumped because we don't have the kind of wall space that's Mm -hmm. kind of tucked away where it's both often visible to everyone, Mm -hmm. but not so visible that it's like front and center of our house. But so I kind of took a step back and thought about what I really needed, you know, what kind of tools or information I wanted to convey. And here is what I came up with. It has three different components. So first of all, I have just a really beautiful and simple calendar, just Mm -hmm. like a quick month. It doesn't even have the big boxes for the days, Mm -hmm. but it has pretty artwork. It's the Nikki McClure calendar. Mm -hmm. I love getting those every year and it's always fun to flip over a new month. So we have that kind of some art and just like a month at a glance. I always like having that. Then I have a week overview whiteboard mm-hmm. that I had a friend of mine make custom for oh, me. Okay. It is based custom. off a much more expensive one that I saw online, but mm-hmm. she has a Cricut and can do stuff yeah. like that. So I was like, Hey, I think you could make this for me yeah. and like make a couple of Commission tweaks. Her. Yes. So I have that. And so it has kind of a section for each day of the week. So mm-hmm. we can write in there, you know, soccer practice mm-hmm. or so-and-so's coming over, whatever, just a place to convey that information. Mm-hmm. Cause the boys are old enough now yeah, they that like they, that. yeah, they can kind of see what's coming up or just even for Chris and myself, see the week mm-hmm. at a glance is really helpful. And then finally, I have our list of dinners on our what's for dinner printable sheet that I've had for a while. I bought that from the Etsy shop, the handwriting club, and I just had that laminated. Mm -hmm. And so I just write our dinners. Mm -hmm. So everyone can see that at a glance. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing that I especially love about it is that both my whiteboard and my dinner list have Monday starts. And I just really love a Monday start because that's how I think of the week. Week operates when you have kids in school and stuff like that. So anyway, I am really loving it. It's working really well. And I'm just really happy with how it came together. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, mine is microfiber hair wrap towels. Oh, like the so, Turby twist. Yes, <gasps> but like for long hair. Cause I have yes, a lot of cause hair. Cause you need, what do you need? Like an extra long yes, one or so something? So every time I've tried this, it doesn't actually contain yes, all my hair right. and then I'm still dripping around. Yes. And it doesn't dry good. So I got like a four pack for me and the girls cause the girls have long hair too. Mm-hmm. And they have this habit of 
like getting out of the shower and wrapping the towel around themselves, but their hair Drippy is still hair. dripping wet and then they're I like ha- freezing. I have that problem with my long haired boys. So I might yeah. need to get them some extra so ones they, too. I'm like, just do that first, mm-hmm. put your hair up and then it dries and then right. it's not dripping on you. You can yes. dry the rest of your body. So I just got like a four pack. They're great. They have like a little button on the back mm. with an elastic mm-hmm. loop. So it stays yep. really secure. Mine have something like that. So what are I they specifically so called? Is I it like a specific brand? to look it up. It's okay. just from Amazon. They were cheap, oh, okay. but they're specifically like extra long. Gotcha. So they look really weird just hanging there. It looks like right. someone's hair is just almost like they're like a very strange shape. Yes. But they work really, That's what really, you really well. Mm-hmm. I love that because I love my Turby twists. I think they were an obsession of mine before uh-huh. and use them every day. They I've really do make them. a difference. Mm-hmm. And they make a difference with the frizz. Yeah. To not use like terry mm-hmm. cloth on your hair. Yep. So. I think that is it. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us in between episodes on Instagram. We're High Girls Next Door. The show notes for with all kinds of links. We got lots of game links for you. Yes. They'll be in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. You can also get more from us while supporting the show on Patreon when you become a friend of the show. So check out that link in our show notes as well. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Ready. All right. I like your nail color. Thank you. It's a new um, it's Olive like, and June quick dry minty. Like hey, nice. Super cute. So there would be like five different examples of idioms of, sorry, this is so hard to describe, <laughs> but I'm going to describe it and it's going to be great. And then you're going to think it's amazing. It's going to happen. I had this ottoman uh, in front of his like recliner that he, well, I guess it wasn't a recliner. That wouldn't make sense just his chair his grandpa chair okay and you have these very fun squirrel like um what is that called puppet (laughs) you're doing this the universal symbol for puppet at the moment but it's also (laughs) for tongs oh also tongs (laughs) Mm -hmm. that is a favorite of chris that is a favorite chris and me myself but chris and i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got it falling down on the job you got, you got it i just was already thinking about Kelsey, what, it's your turn look I, alive what did i want to talk to erica about when we're done recording and i'm like wait a minute it's kind of an awkward pause there oh that's because we're not done recording that's me <laughs> this is like the kid uh pay attention it's your turn i know be looking ahead <laughs>